What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Ali Young, who's the founder and CEO of The Forum. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Uh, I'm doing really well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming on. I'm really looking forward to learning more about what you're working on. For people that haven't heard about The Forum, aren't familiar with what you're doing, can you kind of share what you're working on and how it works? Sure. So the forum is a career advancement program. Um, it includes a month-long boot camp where we teach people the core skills that they need to move into leadership. And then we also have a corresponding platform um, because you may not know this, but 70% of whatever is taught in a workshop is forgotten within a single day. So we have an entire suite of tools and nudges to remind people of the thing that they were taught and what they need to do next in order to carry their career forward. So if, if, can you kind of give uh, the user experience of someone who wanted to try this out? If they just, just found you, they just heard you on the podcast and they're like, oh my gosh, like, let's go to the website. What were they experience? How, how does kind of the product or kind of service work? Yeah, so what they would do and what we hope they would do is to sign up for our next boot camp, which we call Level Up. Uh, the boot camp is four weeks of workshops and they're all live and they're across companies. So Today, we mostly work, not exclusively, but mostly work with people in big tech and financial services companies, as well as consulting organizations. We have a lot of people from Adobe and Google and PwC and Dropbox. Um, and what they do is that on Fridays, we have a one hour workshop where um, everyone within this cohort group, they're able to connect and learn together and work with one another. And they do that for an entire month. At when the booth when the boot camp concludes at the end of the month, that's really when our nudges come into play. So everyone has been taught within the first month everything that they need to know to advance their career. But we all get busy. We leave these boot camps and we leave like this safe harbor that we have of learning and thinking about our careers and really being strategic about them. And then we have we're inundated with work and deliverables and you know things that are going on at home. And so that's when our nudges, which can be texts and emails, um, that's when those come into play to, again, remind people of the things that they need to do. So one of the things that we teach, for instance, is uh, we teach people how to self-advocate. And that's one of the things that people often say is the hardest thing to really understand how to do. And now that we're in the remote workforce, it's even harder. Like, how do we get on the radar of somebody when it was difficult to do before and there's no water cooler where we get strategically run into an executive. Um, so we teach people really how to make sure their work is visible, which is outlining their accomplishments and then sharing that on an ongoing basis. 
And so every two to three weeks, that's one of the nudges that is sent to people that are part of the Level Up program is don't forget to outline your accomplishments. And then every month, we tell them to share those accomplishments with their manager. Before COVID, we would have said in the remote workforce, we would have said you need to share this quarterly, but now we remind people to do that monthly as an example. All right, this is uh, this is awesome. I um, I think this is like this solves this solves a huge opportunity. I'm curious for you, like why um, why did you get into this? What's the origin story? What's interesting about this specific thing that made you want to start a company in this space? Yeah, um, so I come from the land of corporate. Uh, I always really admired entrepreneurs. Like I've I've always been a giant entrepreneurial fan, um, but I never thought it would be me. Although I I always felt that I had that you know, like that spirit. Um, but I have 20 plus years in tech. I worked at Google for over a decade. Um, I ran America's sales and account management at another big um, ad tech company. And really what I figured out at a certain point is that I really don't know what I'm doing in terms of advancing my career. So on paper, what you would have seen is that I've done very well in my career. I became an executive, um, you know, worked at amazing companies, but I was just, learning you know via trial and error and ultimately we are all learning how to advance through trial and error and i don't even understand why this is the way like and why is this an acceptable way why don't we just teach people what are the skills we all need to advance our career and to make sure that our work is visible by the right people um, and our impact known and right now we just leave that up to choice so what or you know, if somebody has a really great sponsor, which by the way, is only 13% of women and like 16% of men. So it's not like anybody, any large group has, um, has sponsors that helps them advance. Um, so anyway, so, you know, I figured out we're all learning through trial and error. It does not have to be this way. We could just start teaching people the skills that they need to advance their career. And so that's why I created the forum. Um, and I created the forum truly the day after typing Me Too into Facebook three years ago. So um, it wasn't just that we're learning through trial and error, but that because we learn through trial and error and because this isn't taught, it leaves women and underrepresented minorities at a significant disadvantage. And so if we don't start teaching this like at scale, then the problem of diversity or lack of diversity within organizations is really gonna continue. Um, and there's some pretty startling stats out there. Like, I don't know if you know this, Matt, but there are more CEOs named John than there are female CEOs in the Fortune 500. Like, that's fact. And so it's pretty, it's pretty intense. You know, uh, as you start rising, there are less and less women. There are, and within tech in particular, um, and male-dominated industries, there's also it's not just the issue of women and men, but also, you know, people of color being able to advance, you know, people within the LGBTQ community. Like, it should not just be one group of people that have more opportunities than other. And we also, as a CEO, you want to make sure that you're really able to choose top talent across an entire company, not just a certain group, because they may have more sponsors or they may have be better networked throughout the organization. Um, so anyway, that's why I created the company, super passionate about it because, you know, it was something that I had experienced. It was something that I had to learn myself. Um, and I love teaching people how, you know, sort of figuring out how do people advance and then teaching that at scale. 
so I appreciate you sharing that. And I, um, on kind of a different track, but same mission, I um, care a lot about within startups and within tech, just creating like a meritocracy where like, if you are, if you are good and you have a certain amount of skills, you get yours. Doesn't matter who you know, matters what you can do um, and what you can learn in your aptitude. So I align with this very heavily. I'm curious, I'm curious for you. Um, definitely don't share all your secret sauce here, but if, if you, if someone's listening and they're like, Oh my gosh, like, this is like, this is me, you know, like I want to do this or I want to do that. I want to advance. I want to move into this field. Um, do you have any kind of like high level um, thoughts on how someone could start thinking about advancing in their career um, or moving over to a separate discipline that they're more interested in um, to just kind of give them like some initial steps. And if they want to go way deeper, they obviously can like yeah. try what you're doing. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the first thing that I want to just address is that the meritocracy is not real. Um, and the second you really under one really understands that, then they realize that it's not just about great work. And it probably will never just be about great work because decisions on performance are subjective and they're made by human beings. And so because of that, we all have our own unconscious bias. Um, so the thing that we teach uh, is there's five, what we figured out is that there's five skills that we all need to advance our career. And I'm happy to share what they are and at a high level, how we think about each one of them. So the first is self-advocacy. And I mentioned this before. Um, often when we hear and learn about self-advocacy, it's how do we self-advocate for something, like for that big promotion, that choice project? How do we make sure we're self-advocating so that we are you know, paid equally, for instance, or get that, get a raise? But what we don't understand is that if our work is not visible on an ongoing basis, our chances of actually getting that thing we want are very low. And really, because we focus on the end game and we don't focus on ensuring our work is visible on an ongoing basis, it really leaves women and people of color at a distinct disadvantage. And one of the reasons why is because we wait longer than white men typically to even ask for or justify that promotion. Um, and then we have a lower chance of getting it because our work may not be as visible. Now, why isn't it visible? It's because women, as well as a lot of underrepresented minorities are very focused on doing great work. But they're so focused on the work, um, the nuance around that work and making sure that it's seen to the right people is not always there. And so that's the key. And so what I tell people is carve out 20% of your time and just make sure your work is like, decline several meetings and make sure your work is visible, do less, show more, um, and you will actually get farther. And if you don't do that, what's gonna happen is some Joe Schmo, as I always say, is gonna get your job. Um, and this person may not be doing better work than you, but they're doing pretty damn good work and it's more visible. And that's actually a more important combination. Um, so that's self-advocacy, which is the first skill. The second skill is personal branding. We teach it. We just want people to make sure that they're able to identify and share their strengths. What are they really good at with their job? And what do they want to do more of? What are they passionate about? And if they're able to figure that out and communicate it, then you just get more work based on the things you're good at and passionate about, which then means you do better work, which then means you typically share that work more often because you're just excited about it. And so what we need to do as employees, it doesn't matter if you're a manager or a leader or an on the ground employee, 
We all need to start directing the people around us to make sure that we get the work that aligns with the thing that we are gonna knock out of the park each and every time. Um, so that's second skill, personal branding. The third is uh, relationships. So 85% of all of our relationships come from the people that we know. And yet uh, we often are so busy focused on our work that we don't spend enough time creating and investing in new relationships. And often we could also feel like networking is a bad word or it's one of these like a necessary evil. But the way that we teach networking is to make come at it with generosity. So look to see how you could support other people and those people in turn over time will look to support you. And that's really what we all want. Like we want to build strong new relationships with people. We want to have strong relationships with people and we really want people to see us and to invest in us. But that's never going to happen if we're buried in work and not connecting with others. So I don't think we need to go to cocktail parties when we all get out of here. But I do think that we need to connect with people one to one. So my recommendation, once a week at the very least, meet with a different person for 20 minutes and just talk to them about their career, your career, and see how you could support one another. Ask them, how may I support you? And that can kick off any discussion um, that's like deeply meaningful and also does not have to be very long. Uh, the, so that's a third skill is relationships. And by the way, um, within relationships also, we really teach people how to understand their stakeholders. So who are the people that really decide within a company who's um, like who gets a promotion or who gets that raise? Right? And if you don't understand who are the people that are making those decisions, then how are you gonna know who you need to align with um, and to show your great work to? So you have to be able to identify those people. Your manager is only one person, there's a whole group of people. So we have to figure that out. The fourth skill is financial fluency. So for all of us, um, if we ever wanna become a department head, we have to be able to express the economics of our business. And if we can't do that, again, we could be the best at our job and still not get that department head role. Some other Joe Schmo is gonna get it, who's pretty like damn good at their job and also can express the economics of their business. So we have to learn that. And then finally, the fifth skill is leadership and really being able to express um, leadership from where you are and be a leader from where you are. And a lot of that also is how we are communicating as a leader. So can we present, you know, can we, how, how are we communicating within meetings? How are we communicating up and across an organization and within our industry? And it can start very small, like out of school, and then it has to grow and, you know, become bigger and have a larger audience over time. So those are the skills we teach all of them in our boot camp, and then we have corresponding um, career tools that for every single one of these things that we teach. Wow, this is what a valuable, just what a valuable, you know, company that you've started. This is like, this, I mean, this is awesome. And you're obviously extremely knowledgeable on this. Um, I'm kind of curious to hear, so you're, you're doing what you're doing now. Um, what, when you look out into the future, um, you know, you know, 50, 500, 50,000, 5 million people later, however big it gets, um, what does it look like then? Um, or I guess in other words, what's the big vision here and what direction are you rowing in every day? Yeah. Um, well, our big vision today is to move 1 million women and underrepresented minorities into leadership by 2030. So we have nine years left to achieve this. Um, and really what I believe is that these five core skills 
people don't know. It's such a blind spot for us. Um, I mean, people know they need to network, but can you know find it frustrating. Um, people know they need to self-advocate, but they don't know how or why. So, um, so I do believe that Level Up is something, that program that we're running is something that everybody needs. Now, today we do it in much more of a bespoke way through these live workshops, and they're all very hands-on. We talk and work with every single person in the boot camp. At a certain point, we'll have an on-demand version that's also more accessible. I mean, ours we keep ours at a very accessible um, price point, a few hundred dollars, but you know, maybe at a certain point it's you know 25 bucks, and then you get to go through the whole thing on demand and pre-taped. Um, the other thing is how are we going to expand what we teach so that we can continue to strengthen the skill set of an organization? Um, but the principle of what we teach, which is or the principle of how we teach, which is we teach something and then we have the tools to support it, is that's the core, really. Um, and over time, we'll have other people and other topics, other people come in to teach as well as other topics that we teach. And we could support that through our learning platform. And then to kind of make it happen and to grow and, and, and to scale, you're going to need some help, right? Like everyone needs help, whether it's customers, whether it's investors, team members, you know, it always takes a village. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help you? Are you looking for more people to go through the program? Are you looking for investors, team members to help? How can the community assist? That's awesome. Um, so we would love for this community to bring more people into our next level up program. So the next one's launching in January, 2021. We run them three times a year at this point in time. Um, and the other piece, we are looking for a developer. Somebody that knows Ruby on Rails is our really very specific request. Um, and that's our next hire. Uh, we have salespeople that are on board. We have um, operations people that, and the developer is our next, the next gap that we need to fill. And then we could start uh, continuing to evolve our product in a faster way. Cool. So if anyone's listening to this, they might be a developer and they want to try this out. They want to learn more. How can they find you online? What's your URL? Can they find you on social media? Is there an email? How can someone reach out? Yeah. So our website is theforum.co. So the forum is named after my daughter, Emerson, uh, 4M. Uh, so it's the F-O-R-E-M dot C-O. Um, and they, you could also reach out to me at Ali Young, A L L I Y O U N G, at theforum.co. Great. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you. It's so glad. I'm happy to be here. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there and you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising the early days, how they got their customers. We do these every single week with another, you know, really great founder that has been on the podcast. Additionally, um, we have our pitch battles, right? So if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one -on -one with venture capitalists, this is where to do it. These are monthly pitch battles. So if you don't get in the first time, try again, right? The goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually 
One, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs. Two, raise capital. Three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you were kind of interested in just community, we have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way, the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city, join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event. And I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.